1: Now, Zechariah was a godly man, but not a perfect man. He lost hope. So one of the things that I want to underscore as we're working through the scriptures talking about Zechariah today is the importance of not losing hope.
2: The importance of not losing hope. Oh my, this is going to be a great message. We're beginning an Advent series in anticipation of Christmas, of course. And uh, our topic is hope with Pastor Leighton Sheely. I'm Mike Trout. So glad you have joined us on this Thursday. More information about all of the Christmas activities at Church of the Highlands can be found on their website at highlands.us. That's highlands.us. Here's Pastor Leighton.
1: I'd like to invite you to turn your Bibles to Luke chapter 1. Gospel of Luke chapter 1. When Thanksgiving ends, Christmas begins. And uh, the Christmas season is the uh, season that we celebrate the birth or the advent of our Savior and Lord Christ Jesus when, uh, when we reflect upon the reality and the significance of God entering our world in and becoming flesh. Now, our study today is going to be in Luke's Gospel chapter 1, but as a preface, I'd like to read to you from John's Gospel chapter 1. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through Him all things were made, and without Him was nothing made that has been made. In Him was life, and that life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, but the darkness has not understood it. There came a man who was sent from God, his name was John. We know him as John the Baptist. He came as a witness to testify concerning that light so that through him all men might believe. He himself was not the light. He came only as a witness to the light. The true light that gives light to every man was coming into the world. He was in the world, and though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. but grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God. But God, the one and only who is at the Father's side, has made Him known. The prologue for John's Gospel, talking about Jesus Christ coming into the world. And in, woven into that story is a reference to John, John the Baptist. He's important in the narrative of Christmas. And uh, he was the son of Zechariah and Elizabeth. And so this week I thought uh, we'd look at some of the characters, uh, or the weeks to come, some of the characters of Christmas to learn what we uh, could from them. And uh, so our attention today is brought to Zechariah. Now, the Gospels are the biographies, if you will, of Jesus Christ. And when you sit down to read a biography, you usually expect to pick it up and it talks about the birth of the person or maybe their youth. But Luke makes an exception to this because he begins his biography of Jesus before Jesus was conceived. And he talks about the birth of John the Baptist, the one who would prepare the way of the Lord. And we are introduced to John's father, Zechariah. Now, Zechariah was a godly man, an upright man, a righteous man, but not a perfect man. He lost hope. So, one of the things that I want to underscore as we're working through the Scriptures talking about Zechariah today is the importance of hope, the importance of not losing hope And both were advanced in years. And so Luke begins his narrative by saying in the days of Herod, and this is the feature that is unique to Luke because he is thinking in terms of a historian. And so he is is identifying a place in time with that phrase in the days of Herod. But it's more than just a place in time. He's describing the circumstances of that time as well. And he mentions Herod, and and this can be confusing for some people because there's actually more than one Herod mentioned in the life of Christ. There's the Herod that was present uh, during the the moments leading up to his crucifixion, but here is another Herod, a different Herod. Here we're talking about Herod the Great, who was confirmed by the Roman Senate as, as the king of the Jews, and yet he was never received as such because he was not of the line of David. And at that time, in their history, the the Jewish people were being oppressed almost as much as they had been under Pharaoh. And this king of theirs, Herod the Great, was ruthless and he was powerful. He was called Herod the Great not because he was great, he wasn't, but because of the building and the architecture. He would literally move mountains on the backs of slaves. That's why he was called Herod the Great. It wasn't because he was great in character. He was a murderer. He even murdered members of his own family if he perceived them to be a threat. And so when Luke introduces us, he's not only introducing us to a point in time, a reference in time, but also underscoring a dreadful period of history. And then we're introduced to Zechariah, the father of John the Baptist, who was a priest He was a descendant of Aaron, and that made him a priest. And there were many, many priests, and so the priests were divided into 24 divisions. And only three times a year at Passover, Pentecost, and the Feast of Tabernacle, did all of the priests come together and serve at the temple. For the rest of the year, they would take two one-week increments, and they would come to the temple, and then they would go home. And the facts that are described here about Zechariah reveal some things about him. He was not part of the Jewish priestly aristocracy. As I mentioned, there's 24 divisions, and only the first division were the Jewish priestly aristocracy. Abijah was the eighth division. And that the priests of the first division were the ones who lived in and around Jerusalem The priests from the other divisions would live in towns and villages throughout the land. Now, a priest was required to marry an Israelite virgin, but not necessarily one of the priestly family. And to have a wife of priestly heritage was a really special blessing for a priest as a pastor marrying the daughter of a pastor is a special blessing to the pastor because that wife has experienced what it's like to be in ministry and could be a, a source of wisdom and encouragement to her husband. And Zechariah and Elizabeth were special people. There had been over 400 years of silence from God. There had been no prophets and, and no word from God. And many people had drifted away, but not Zechariah and Elizabeth. They were upright in the sight of God. They are described with the adjectives righteous and blameless. Now, that's not to be construed uh, to suggest that they were sinless, But rather that they were good people, they were right in the sight of God and man. And and that made their childless state kind of hard for them and others to understand. It says here that they were childless and they were in old age. The Levites had a mandatory retirement age, but the priests did not. And so we have no idea of how old Zechariah was at this event. And I I think that we in American uh, Christianity really don't understand the magnitude of being childless in that culture. To be childless in that culture was to be looked upon as being excommunicated from God, Uh, that it was considered a valid ground for divorce. Divorce that if you were childless, you were under the punishment of God. Zachariah and Elizabeth were godly, upright people, and their names were meaningful as well. Zacharias means the Lord remembers, and Elizabeth means God is absolutely faithful, or my God is an oath. So even their names affirmed their faith. Verse 8, now while he was serving as priest before God, when his division was on duty according to the custom of the priesthood, he was chosen by lot to enter the temple of the Lord and burn incense. Now, because he was a godly man, Zechariah would have come to that temple with joyful anticipation and also a sense of reverence as well, as well, because he was going to enter the holy place to offer up prayers on behalf of the nation at the altar of incense. And there were many priests. And so this was a task that was assigned to only one. And and the custom was to cast lots. And once a priest had been able to perform this duty, then they were no longer available. They they couldn't try for it again. You can only do it once in a lifetime. And the fact that Zechariah was old before he had this opportunity uh, tells us that there are many priests who never had the opportunity.
2: You're listening to Study Verse by Verse, and we've launched into the holiday season, into the Christmas season on the broadcast, and this should take us all the way up to Christmas Day, not just this particular message, but others related to the Christmas story. I hope you can join us every day at this same time as Pastor Layton helps us study the Word verse by verse. I'm Mike Trout. You can find out more about Church of the Highlands at Highlands.us, and this ministry is on the web at studyversebyverse.com. That's studyversebyverse.com. Again, details about all of the activities during the month of December are available on that website, highlands.us. Have a great rest of your day and join us tomorrow when we'll once again open the Word of God and study verse by verse